Can I get a oh yeah? Welcome to Podcast My Brand, where we help you launch your branded podcast, get better at the craft of podcasting, grow your audience, and make cash from your show. I'm your host, Elsie, the mayor of Podcast Town. Let's get to it. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. All right, Mr. Mike. First of all, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk with us today. Um, we'd like to get right to the point. But before we dig into the content, can I get an oh, yeah? Absolutely. You ready for it? Here it comes. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay. So that was a little bit unexpected, but a, but a great oh, yeah, nonetheless. <laughs> I like a lot of cartoons. <laughs> Perfect. So, Mike, tell us about your podcast. Yeah, so my podcast is called Creative Chats, and I say it's basically for artist makers and content creators, where we talk about creativity, the creative process, and story. And so I love having conversations with fellow creatives, regardless of what the expression or medium may be, because I find that there's something in the process of creating and also trying to you know monetize that, and it gets very lonely. It gets very um, just, you know we can feel like we're struggling and we're the only ones struggling with certain things. And so having these conversations is great because we can learn from each other and glean insights and encouragement from each other's journeys, as well as, you know, pick up some practical things for, for ourselves as well and start to realize that, you know what, there's more for us when we start thinking about creativity in terms of community, as opposed to competition. Got it. So when you say creatives, what, what kind of creatives? So a lot they of come it, in all different uh, may, flavors, right? Yeah. It may be visual artists like myself, uh, you know, graphic design or illustration, fine art. Uh, but, but also, you know, we have people who are musicians, who are uh, writers, authors, uh, people who are even content creators, right? So people who are making courses or, uh, you know, speaking where they need to devise, um, you know, some kind of content to reach people and they're creating maybe systems or, um, you know, frameworks and packaging that up in a visual way sometimes as well. So I didn't hear you mention podcaster in there. I was, I was talking to a um, performing arts person the other day and I'm like, technically podcasting is or should be a performing art. So you may want to add that to your, uh, your list of creatives there. Well, I have definitely had, you know, podcasters on my show as well. And we talk about, just how creating a podcast is something very different and unique as well. And what are some of the ways that we can interject creativity in it when maybe everybody else has a certain format, how we can mix things up a little bit, or even sometimes we need to do that for ourselves, right? We fall into these ruts and um, trying to figure out how can we make it the best we can. Got it. So speaking of a rut, um, one of the things that I find interesting is the thing that I call podcast rain. When things that you didn't even expect, you weren't looking for it, it just happened because of your podcast. Give me one example of podcast running that has happened to you. Yeah, so I would say it's definitely relational, right? I mean, I think that's probably the most common answer. Uh, But in regards to that, you know, I had, uh, here's an example. Okay, so I was watching local news and I saw this little clip on this artist, um, Guy Stanley Faloche. And he is an artist in New York City, gallery artist, who the story was about him paying other artists to collect 
a body of work and try to help other artists basically through the COVID time um, because, you know, sales weren't happening. And so he just had this generous heart to try to really help others. And so I was like, this is a guy I need to, to find and put on my show. And so I ended up being able to get in, t- in touch with him, got him on my show. I great guy, um, got to hang out with him a little bit. And even as a result, then he asked me if uh, he could commission me to do a portrait of him. And so now that's part of his collection as well. And so that all came about just because of seeing that news clip and then getting in touch with him and having him on the show and again, forming that relationship, you know, so it's awesome. That's awesome. It's amazing how that works, right? Yeah. So Mike, are you ready for our first game? I think so. You look a little <laughs> nervous. The listeners, you can't see him, but Mike's face is telling me that he's ready, but maybe not so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this first game is called Guess That. It's when I'm going to think of a person, place, or thing. And your mission in life, Mike, is to figure out what that person, place, or thing is. Are you ready to play? All right, let's do it. All right. I am thinking, and just so you know, I'm not changing as we go. It's written down, so it it, it is the same. (laughs) I've been accused of that in the past. I am thinking of a thing. A thing. Okay. Hmm. Is this thing expensive? No. Okay. Is this thing colorful? It can be. Is this thing something someone would use in everyday life? Yes. Is this thing having to do with technology? No. Hmm. (laughs) Does this thing have an odor? It has a very nice odor. Ah. So it's not expensive. Uh, mm. But that that could be arguable. Some people um some people might think some places it's expensive, but some places it's cheap. Man. This is I feel like this is still wide open. <laughs> Uh, do you have a limit on how many questions we get to ask? <laughs> nope. You can ask as many as you need to. Um, let's see. I'll give you a hint. Okay. And hopefully this doesn't give it away. You can, millions and millions of people enjoy it. And it's something that is is loved by people all over the world for its different varieties and flavors and and... Oh, you're gonna get it if I get, if I tell you this, but the boost Flavors. that it gives people. Uh, is it hot? It is hot. Is it coffee? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> it's coffee. <laughs> Apparently, I should have had some more before playing this game. <laughs> no, you did. You did. You did fine. I've 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 seen worse. <laughs> okay, well that's that's good. <laughs> we'll set the bar real low. <laughs> All right, so. Speaking of setting the bar really low, how how do you get better as a podcaster in, in a world where you could technically pick up your phone and have a podcast? Yeah, yeah. I think for me that would there would be two components to that. The first part is listening. And I think that's very undervalued a lot of times because so many people are always thinking about what they're going to say while they're listening and they're really not actively listening and being intentional in the moment. 
And I think when you do that, you can miss opportunities to be curious about things, right? So you may hear something that will take you on a different trail or something you want to explore. And that can open up something that you would never have landed on otherwise. And so I think practicing listening skills, really being in the moment with somebody and asking curious questions, you know, figuring out like, what is it that's of interest to you that you want to know more about? Because odds are, if it's interesting to you, it's going to be interesting to somebody else. And so I think when you start to listen to those promptings, you find yourself in conversations that maybe things that nobody else has talked about before, or, you know, you get off script and things feel, I think, a little bit more freer to dive into some. So the, so the first thing listening and second thing I would say is observe other people who ask great questions, like whether that's, you know, late night talk shows or other podcasts, um, start to really pay attention to who those people are, how they're asking questions, how they're kind of stringing together the, their thoughts and questions so that it's leading someplace and doing it in a way that feels natural and normal and not, you know, like they're constantly changing the channel or struggling to get an answer from somebody. And I know sometimes depending upon who you may be talking with on, on a podcast, you need to employ different skill sets because some people may be very quiet and you have to draw things out of them and other people, you have to learn how to rein them back in a little bit because they'll just keep going. So <laughs> show up, practice those listening and asking, you know, being curious and, and surrounding yourself with people who ask great questions. Got it. Now I will say that when we, um, before we hit record here, the couple of things I, I asked you a couple of questions. I said, Mike, did you read through the interview prep guide that I sent? And you said, yes, I did. And then I said, Mike, do you have any questions? And we, you didn't have any questions. And that was because you went over the, the material that I sent ahead of time. So talking about how do you get better as a podcaster, right? Preparation. Um, as, as you mentioned, just um, being curious and, and really just showing up is is a big part of it. Um, but the other thing you mentioned in there is that you had listened to a couple of episodes, which as a podcaster, both as a guest and a host, is a good idea because you get a, a feel for the show, the kind of how it goes. And you ran across our trivia segment, which we're about to play in a second. And you had some some reservations because you had listened to some other shows and um, and you're feeling a little uneasy. But living in the moment, you're going to we're going to answer these questions and you're going to nail it. I'm confident. All right. So with, with <laughs> or I'll that, go down a blaze of glory. <laughs> but, you know, glory. either way, it'll be fun. <laughs> so having said that, Mike, are you ready to play some trivia? Let's do it. All right, Mike, I am going to give you six categories, general, history, entertainment, arts, science, or geography. Which one would you like? Okay. I'm feeling like art, but I'm a little nervous that you're going to ask something that I'm not going to know. And people are going to be like, dude, you're the artist. Now you really look like an idiot. But I'm going to go with that one anyway. Let's let's try it. All right. So, art. Who wrote the 1932 comic novel, Cold Comfort Farm? 
who wrote the 1932 comic novel Cold Comfort Farm? Wow. Cold Comfort Farm. It's probably something that I should know, but I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I could use some comfort right now myself. <laughs> Cold Comfort Farm. Um, wow. 1932. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing. Um, I'll give it to you. It is Stella Gibbons. Stella Gibbons. Never heard of. Nope. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. All right. So let's do, let's do um, at least one more. Okay. 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 General history, entertainment, science, or geography. All right. Let's try entertainment. Entertainment. What was Major League Baseball legend Yogi Berra's real name? What was Major League Baseball legend Yogi Berra's real name? Man, I feel like this is something else I should know because of popular culture. But to be completely honest, I don't follow sports whatsoever. (laughs) I know who Yogi Berra is, but uh, or was, but I, I. Oh. It's going to be tough. Um, yeah, I really have no idea. I'll say boo-boo because <laughs> Yogi Bear. <laughs> Lawrence Peter Barra. Okay. Lawrence Peter Barra. Okay. And now and now we know. One more. Or I know. <laughs> Geography, science, or history? Oof. Oh, or, or general. Let's go general. <laughs> All right. I I have faith in you, Mike. Okay. Okay. What did office supply giant 3M originally do? What did office supply giant 3M originally do? Hmm. I mean, like, what did they manufacture? Or what did they do? What did they do? Wow. Um, mm, I feel like it's got to be somehow related to office products. No? No. Wow. Because <laughs> you're like, how did they make the transition then? I'm trying to, I'm looking for a logic point and I'm not finding one. Um, <laughs> what did they do? Um, ooh, let's say. Uh, they helped with job placement. Mining. <laughs> Mining? <laughs> what a wonderful pivot, I, I guess. Uh, okay. I, uh, all right. So, so, so here, this is a good transition for a couple of reasons. So, so we're talking about podcasting, how to get better. And our show is all about growth. So when 3M switched gears, I'm sure they had to think about, okay, how do we, how do we grow this new uh, direction? How do we grow this new company, right? From mining to hanging things on walls. So as a, as a podcaster, what are some ways that you found are effective at growing your audience? Yeah. 
Well, certainly not mining. Um, <laughs> I would say. Well, you, you, have know, to, it, you have to mine for listeners. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's and true. And they have it's, to be sticky in order to yes. keep listening. Digital mining. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would say, you know, it's, it's the things of being intentional, showing up and doing the follow up, uh, creating, you know, graphics that people can share. You know, for my show, I sketch each guest. And so they get an original piece of art that's along with it. And there's a little bit more value there for somebody to be like, hey, I want to share this with my own audience because it's something unique and cool. And so whatever ways that I can try to equip people with, you know, some resources for that so that they feel like their their audience and their listeners would would help um, get some value out of it. I think that that's really important. And you know, it's looking for partnerships. It's looking for people who are like-minded that, you know, you can sometimes combine audiences and say, hey, you may have a certain, um, you know, specialty and, and versus what I have. And when we put them together, we can cover more ground and it, it may be the same audience. And so it's getting past, I think, thinking about just yourself and starting to really look and remember, like, who is it that you're talking to and with? And who is it that maybe is already doing some things that you can partner with? Um, and that may take a variety of different avenues. Very cool. How, how do you get value from your show? I get value from my show just honestly from having the conversations with fellow creatives, uh, hearing their stories, hearing you know, so many times we see the the final product, if you will, of whatever it is that somebody's creating, but we don't hear how they got there. And it can be very easy to compare ourselves to somebody else and, and their work and not realize like, oh, you know what? They had like 15 years of just struggle and striving and heartache. And when you get to sit down and talk with somebody and hear about that in context, then you start to realize like, oh, you know what? Like some of the things I'm experiencing right now are normal part of the process. And I can actually be encouraged about hearing about somebody else's process, about their story, and just getting to know somebody else and understanding, you know, this this thing about creativity is bigger than just ourselves. That's a really good point. Um, I think a lot of times people do, um, they forget about the journey um, and what what people had to do to get where they are. Um, that makes them who they are. Um, podcasting the same thing, right? It's people look at the Joe Rogans or the, the the mics of the world and they're like, wow, you know, how did you get there? But they they don't realize it. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of of, of trial and error, a lot of failure, uh, a lot of, of of the process that that gets a person to where they are. So that's a that's a really, really good point. So, Mike, we um, we talked about a lot of really, really, really cool things. And, and I'm, I'm the kind of person I like to um, also bounce ideas off of other other creatives. Um, but I like to play this little game called um, Truth and Lies. And the, the goal here is you're going to tell me three things about yourself. Two of them are going to be true. And one of them, Mike, you're going to lie to me. And my goal is to figure out which one of those things is the lie. So I'm going to give myself a minute to gather myself because I, I take pride in guessing this on the first time. And I'm going to apply these active listening skills and try to figure out which one of these things is a lie.
All right, hit me. Okay. So I once had a sculpture that was in the Whitney Museum in New York City. Okay. I had sold an original painting to Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Okay. And on my 18th birthday, I was working at a fast food chicken place and was involved with a robbery. Okay. Let me see here. I'm going to say you when you said when you mentioned the robbery I, I saw some little I saw some residue of, of a little bit of, of trauma there so I think that's true I think you did have a sculpture in the Whitney something or the other museum I'm not an artist so I don't remember exactly what you said I think that's true I think if you were able to sell an, an original painting, I, I think that would be like the highlight of your entire existence. And I think you are still striving to get there. So I'm going to say that is the lie. <laughs> yes, you are correct. I did actually meet her and give her a print of a piece of work, but she did not purchase an original work. <sighs> I am good. <laughs> <laughs> you won't you won't believe, Mike, how many times I actually get two out of three <laughs> wrong on that. So when I nail it on the first time, I I pat myself on the back. I'm, I will admit. Somebody had to win something on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I was not doing well. Got it. Well, that takes us to the end of our conversation. Thank you so much, Mike, for um, taking the time out to share with us. If people want to reach out to learn more about you, about your podcast, about your business, how can they do that? Yeah, real easily. If you go to mikebrennan.me, M-E, that's my main website, and that's kind of the hub for all things. You can find my uh, podcast there has its own page, creativechats.me as well, or on any of the streaming platforms. And uh, Instagram is also a place where I hang out every day. I post artwork every single day. I've been doing that for the past nine and a half years. Every single day, showing up, doing a piece of art. And I'm at Mike Bone on Instagram. Awesome, awesome. Thanks again for your time, Mike. Absolutely, my pleasure, Elsie. Thank you so much for joining us on this edition of Podcast My Brand. If you got value from the show, join our email list for show updates and exclusive tips on building trust, growing influence, and increasing authority with your podcast brand. Thanks again, and we'll talk with you next time.